0: Wild Wing Studios, it's the rush with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson.
1: Stoops makes a cut nice. to the ten. He's to the five. Touchdown! Bam! bam drop. Drop. Set, set! The kid makes plays. Twenty-five. Watch out. Twenty. He's to the fifteen. Touchdown. Townsend caught at the ten. He's got a ways to go. He's not gonna get there. It's no good. It's no good. It's no good. Survive and advance. With the escape from a near nightmare in the rear view. Today, the unwavering and undefeated Crimson and Cream have swaggered north under the overcast skies of the aviary. One final conference trip to Kansas. Can the beasts of the Big Twelve who proudly rock the inner lock? roll their wagon through the red and blue flock in the land of Rock Chalk. We're about to find out. Throw across oh the middle. Yeah. Wide, Wide open. open! Nick Anderson's gonna score again! All he does is score touchdowns. It's time for a Big 12 fight in the Road Whites. It's the Oklahoma Sooners and the Kansas Jayhawks. Here we go. Live from Memorial Stadium in Lawrence, Kansas, this Sooner football. I feel the master. I
0: feel the ready? ready. Well, come we, on. Come on. we ready. Well, Y'all ready. Well, we ready.
2: Fire me up on a Friday. Let's go. It's an OEC football Friday, and the 7-0 Oklahoma Sooners are heading north to Lawrence, Kansas for the final time in a long time. OU and KU. 11 a.m. on Fox tomorrow, Sooners listed as a nine-point favorite over the Jayhawks. Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson until four-something, until Teddy shows up in Lawrence. Who knows when that's going to be? But for now, Travis, there are uh, storylines have really emerged here through the back half of the week for this game. And maybe unfortunately for this first one that we're going to mention – But there's rumors out there this will be OU's flu game on Saturday. Rumors that UCF may have gave uh, some OU players the flu last week, and I don't know the exact number. I don't know exactly how serious it is. But, yes, there's rumors that OU may be traveling north here uh, to play their flu game against Kansas.
3: Yeah, uh, you know, those rumors start coming out, and hopefully they've been pumped full of fluids. Uh, and, And you know what? Maybe, Tyler, once they knew that UCF was a flu-ridden team, maybe, just maybe, they thought, hey, let's hold out Tawi Walker, we'll make something up about some type of dispute, and we'll bring in a fully healthy Tawi Walker there you go. in a cold-weather rain game to run all over the Jayhawks. Maybe it's just 40 chess, Tyler.
2: I hope you did the same thing I did about an hour ago, because OU Football put out a video uh, like Nick Anderson has uh ha- has his iPhone out and he's videoing the plane as they're headed north and so with with the flu rumors abound I'm looking at the video saying okay who looks sick on here well Nick Anderson looks fine that's good that's wide receiver one uh Gavin Sawchuck I see him a couple rows back he looks fine uh Jaron Canix passed out in the row behind maybe it's him yeah, yeah. o- over analyzing yeah. a uh, team video to see who might have the flu that's that's where we're at.
3: Well, and you can't believe anything that Jaron Canick or Danny Stutzman do, whether it's tattoos that are real or fake or you never know what their hair is going to be like or if there's, you know, you never know what's going on with them. So Jaron laying there, he starts to smile a bit, so he may <laughs> have been playing possum a bit. So I find it interesting, Tyler, that you said wide receiver one, right? That's that's just so interesting to me. You know, I've I've been talking, yeah. uh, you know, we've been talking all week, like, Who's wide receiver one? Is he wide receiver one? I, I, I personally think he is, but uh, it's a fascinating conversation, no doubt. But you asked uh, if, if that's what I was doing an hour ago. Tyler, what I was doing an hour ago was uh, loading up about nine different same-game parlays Sweet. since I'm here in the state of Kansas. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I've got – I definitely made made use of the uh, Kansas gambling laws. So I went full, uh, full Iowa State. And uh, and load it up on some. So sports you can't bets. play
2: tomorrow. Keep you off the field tomorrow is what you're saying.
3: Yeah, yeah. Keep okay. me keep me off the field. But but yeah. So you'll know you'll know on my mood in the postgame show oh, no. if uh, one or more of those nine same game parlays hit.
2: Um, I'm guessing it was some OU action. If you if you don't mind, you can go ahead and share what you elected to play. I think. I, I mean, I've made it very well known that um, I played OU over nine and a half wins before the season.
3: Yeah, I I played I think eight of them, seven or eight of them were same game parlays of OU. So it was I was I was heavy on um, Mason Fairchild. I think he'll have a good game. He had a really good game against us last year, going for six catches, 105 yards and two touchdowns. Last week he had his best game of the season: five catches, 95 yards and two touchdowns against Oklahoma State. Um, but but yeah, a lot of it is a lot of it is stuff that I hope happens. And a lot of it's going to be, um, you know, Dylan Gabriel, you know, the over on rushing, right? I think I think they had him here at uh, 26 and a half yards. I hope he gets over that because, oh, me too, like man. we talked about last week, it looked like, man, there were so many opportunities. If he just would have kept it a couple times that there was a lot of room to run. So things like uh, – but I, I do think – I think I took the under on his passing yards. They've got that at 294.5. Um yeah, the Nick Anderson anytime touchdown score seemed like easy money, didn't it, Tyler? Well,
2: it was at uh, minus fifty thousand, so you'd have to <laughs> you had to yeah, put hundred k to to make any money on Nick Anderson scoring a touchdown at this point. Yeah, but yeah, but no,
3: I, but I think it, it tracks what, you know I basically made the wagers that that I thought that this game is going to be like. I think uh, I think Kansas is going to try and establish the run, much like they have. Uh, I think Jason Bean is going to take his shots with Mason Fairchild down the middle of the field. That's going to rely on DeSaw McCullough and Jaron Canick and maybe Kendall Dolby trying to climb the tree uh, to try and defend that. But they're they're going to hit on some big plays. It's just as simple as that.
2: Softball Steve, in all caps, says, No excuse for the flu. Drink a bottle of NyQuil today. Be playing the next day. Game on, OU36. Jayhawker's 24. So softball Steve, his uh, his flu remedy, it sounds like it's a bottle of NyQuil. So I don't know if um, the flight attendants are passing out bottles of NyQuil on the flights, but um, according to softball Steve, that's what needs to happen here. Well,
3: for for everybody listening, um, I, I can't really speak for Tyler, but I am not a licensed medical professional. Uh, please don't take any uh, medical advice from this show, at least while I'm on it. Like I said, I don't want to speak for Tyler, uh, but uh, don't don't go home and start knocking out bottles of NyQuil, folks.
2: <laughs> An entire bottle of NyQuil for one person. <laughs> well, that's a, that would be a trip right there. Oof, oof, no, oof. um No, I mean, Parker and I were talking about it, but there's the flu rumors. I, I, I think that the main storyline for this game is with this fan base, it's kind of like a choose-your-fighter mentality. Who Who do you like? Who do you want? And do you want Towie Walker back after not playing last week? Did you like what you saw from Gavin Sawchuk? It it feels like and we have this question out on our Twitter page at KREF Sports, OU oh, fans should Gavin Sawchuck get the bulk of carries on Saturday. I'll roll I'll roll through a, a few of those responses here in a couple of minutes, but it feels like, you know, not everyone is on the same team for which running back they prefer tomorrow. But it's definitely heavy Tawie Walker and heavy Gavin Sawchuk with the responses.
3: Yeah, well, and and, and again, it comes down to we had success in the second half of the UCF game Mm -hmm. running the ball. And it will come down to one of two things, Tyler. It's did we figure out something specifically against like what with what UCF was doing, you know, that that allowed us to run the ball so effectively. Keep in mind, 61 of Gavin Sawchuk's 63 yards came in the second half, right? So. Did we realize that, or is it something that we did? If it was Savion Bird at right guard, you know, is it is it is it is it doing something, blocking a little bit differently? Did a light bulb come on for Gavin Sawchuck? You know, who knows? But I mean, I really hope they figured it out because down the stretch run here, and especially on a, on a day like tomorrow, boy oh boy, would it be nice to just be able to run the ball effectively the entire game all yeah. four quarters Tyler
2: Yeah, it'd be really nice. Um, I if it is Sawchuck, maybe not direct snap it to him the uh, second play of the game.
3: Maybe, uh,
2: maybe not. But here, but, that, but that's what's crazy He'd like going for a big gain though if he catches it.
3: Exactly. That's what's crazy, right? <laughs> is do you change your play calling, you know, based on hey, what is this going to look like if it goes b- wrong? Or, hey, what's this going to look like if if it goes right? Because a couple of times, our wide receivers have really been blocking well. Emma Jones has done a fantastic job um, with that room in that regard. So, I mean, even on Drake Stoops' touchdown, I mean, Jaden Gibson, beautiful blocking on the outside there. So, with that, you get a couple of those blocked up like they had them blocked up there, and Gavin just catches the ball, you're talking about a chunk gain, right? So, I say, you know, they want to get him the ball in space. Keep trying to do that. Get creative. Same as Jaleel Farouk, man. Get creative, uh, whether that's him in the backfield, whether that's him, you know, catching one of the push passes or quick outs, things like that. Make these make these longhorn defenders on the outside want to tackle, and Kobe Bryant is the best of them. Make everybody else tackle.
2: Longhorn defenders? Are you already looking ahead to the Big 12 championship game?
3: <laughs> yes. All... all, all, all a, a little bit. I'm surrounded here. I'm actually in my buddy Jay's uh, man cave right here, and I'm surrounded by KU stuff, so that Ugh. one shouldn't have been tough. But, yes, make the Jayhawk defenders. Well, to tackle. be fair,
2: if you're surrounded by KU stuff, you can't think about uh, – every time you see KU stuff, you think about Texas, right?
3: Right. I think about the, 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 the twice they yes. lost to Kansas. So, I mean, we haven't lost to Kansas since 1997, and, and we've made so much fun of Texas for those losses – Bro, we can't. We can't. can't do we it, can't man. lose tomorrow. We have to have we have to Not have even that to a good Texas Kansas team. Still.
2: Not even to a good well, Kansas it. team. Can't happen.
3: In Kansas, I was shocked 8 and 2 at home over their last 10. And they're sold out tomorrow. It's homecoming. I don't know. It's it, it's going to be a tough test. There's no doubt about that.
2: Sawchuck will have a or okay, excuse me. 5 0 Sawchuck about to have a Jordan flu game. Um Mark Vermin it says Tawwee Walker is the Starter, cycle, rest, uh, IMH. I think Mark's basically saying that uh, Tawi Walker's going to be the starter tomorrow. And I, that's what I, I mean, think we're pretty split right now amongst the fan base, who should be and who will be start tomorrow.
3: Yeah, it really depends on, I don't know, I, I, obviously Tawi is well-rested. He should be totally healthy. And the question is, Tyler, when it comes to discipline, do we know if this was a discipline of one game and then he's – I know Venable said that he was back this week, but is it, hey, you're back, but you're still kind of in the doghouse, so you might miss a start too? Is it back and you might miss the first half? Is it back and uh, you're only going to be a you know release valve for Gavin Sawchuk, who has now taken the reins of the backfield? How does Marcus Major's shoulder look? I mean, he ripped off in that in that go-ahead drive, ripped off back-to-back 13-yard drives and uh for what it's worth, he has the best odds to score in an any time touchdown on Draftkings currently right now. So I'm just saying it's uh the 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 running back room is a mystery, but yeah, it, it feels like it feels like Tawi needs to get the start for me
2: he, here's what the uh, depth chart says on, in the game notes uh, at running back Gavin Sawchuk or Marcus Major. And then Hmm. Javante Barnes or Tawie Walker. So, Hmm. that reads that it's Sawchuck or Major getting the first carry. And it reads that Barnes could be available for tomorrow's game. If you take the death chart like all are that. Are we seriously? I'm not saying that you should. I was should, about to say, are but... we still
3: trusting depth charts in, <laughs> in the year of our Lord 2023? I,
2: honestly, man, you could trust the depth chart, but that isn't necessarily indicative of what's going to happen at that position tomorrow. Something could go haywire the first series, and you may not see someone the rest of the game, depending on what it is.
3: I think they're just putting it out there to uh... – to confuse any sign stealers or depth chart stealers. You know, Michigan Mm. may have some boots on the ground here in Lawrence.
2: Apparently uh, Michigan bought tickets to that OU Nebraska game last year. You know what? It does feel like
3: I feel like we got respected a bit more since Michigan bought tickets to see us. Yep. Like TCU, they didn't buy tickets to to see TCU, and they ended up getting beat by them. That might be the most damning evidence out there.
2: That's how good uh, Michigan thought OU was after the first three weeks. They thought like the rest of us. Really, after the first yep. two weeks, like dang, venable has got it going on in Oklahoma. And then after the Kansas State loss, they didn't. They didn't buy tickets to any OU games. <laughs> the rest <laughs> tried of the to year. get a refund on their uh, <laughs> yeah, purchase. Yeah. StubHub, <laughs> can we uh, get a refund on these, please, by chance?
3: Whoever was the scout that went to the uh, OU Nebraska game kept <laughs> yeah. looking for more. Hey, man, I can go to another game. I can go to another mm-hmm. game. Nah, no, nah, you're we're good, man.
2: We're good. You're good. Blacktop Billy says, I think I will go with Uncle and say Dalen Smothers, LOL. Well, you know what? Hey. Maybe it's just going to be Dylan Gabriels, your leading rusher tomorrow.
3: Hey, I, I've, I've said over and over, I think he's got I think he's got a big game on the ground ahead of him. I mean, he, he could have kept it more against UCF. I was kind of surprised that he didn't. Um, I think if he calls his own number, I think he can end up with over 50, 60 yards today, which I'm not sure leads the team in rushing. But – I would take that. I mean, you offer that right now. I'm taking it.
2: Yeah, for sure. Oh, Yeah, I I would as well. And uh, if the running game continues to get going, then they're going to have to use Dylan Gabriel in the run game. They don't – really have much of an option unfortunately here moving forward all right 405-651-3439 you guys know what we're doing we're not talking nba today on this oec fiber football friday we're talking college football what you want to hear ou kansas the rest of the country we'll do it all coming up next we'll get to some of your uh, twitter submissions about gavin Sawchuk being number one if you want that to happen and Uh, What's going to have to happen for Dylan Gabriel to win the Heisman Trophy? We'll kick that around as well. Right here on The Ref, we are the home of Sooner fans.
0: Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Sooner football? We do too. This is The Ref, home of Sooner fans.
3: It's time to stand out. Be bold. And Buicks are bold at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in Oreno. Take up to $5,500
4: off MSRP on new 2023 Buick Envisions. Now that's bold money and unbeatable savings on new 2023 Buick Envisions. Make bold moves.
3: You are going to stand out. Head to Dorsey Jones in Oreno now. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC,
4: I 40 and Highway 81, next
2: Oklahoma Human Services. What would it take
1: for you to bring your whole self to work? At Oklahoma Human Services, your whole self can help a whole lot of people. Visit okdhs.org slash careers to learn more. Sponsored by Oklahoma Human Services.
0: UCF has a great offense. You know, uh, they came and fought hard. So a lot of stuff we're gonna see UCF is kind of Kansas also. So the same things we're gonna see in UCF at Kansas, now we just gotta learn from our mistakes and now go on the road, Kansas has a great offense, has a good scheme, and we just gonna have to use what we had UCF and fight against adversity and go against Kansas. Out of their production, I think it's pretty similar. They still run the same type of offense um, regardless who the quarterback is. So I mean obviously we got to prepare. I know um, the starter that's down, he's uh, elite with his legs too. So we really just got to do a good job containing them, staying disciplined to our rules. You know they might uh, have some trick stuff ready for us too, so we just got to be disciplined the whole game with our eyes.
2: There's our Mason Thomas, Desan McCullough on the similarities between UCF and KU's offense, which we'll see tomorrow. Big noon kickoff, 11 a.m., and our pregame coverage right here on the ref. We'll start at 7 a.m., 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can hear us right here on the ref Saturday morning getting you ready for OU Kansas. Does it make you more nervous or less nervous that uh, Urban Meyer spoke to KU today during their walkthrough?
3: Um... Uh, as, an, as an OU fan, not very nervous. Maybe uh, if I were a local co-ed, I might be a bit nervous. I, but, I know. Kansas um, is going to learn
2: how to grind at the club tonight for Will <laughs> Urban.
3: He's going to be in the boom-boom room at, uh, at the Hawks. So, uh, yeah, I, I, don't th- I don't think that will have much uh, effect on the field personally.
2: I uh, I just hope that we are able to keep Urban Meyer away from Zach Schmidt after he the way he treated his own kicker in Jacksonville <laughs> last <laughs> year.
3: I don't know. I, I, I think some of our fan base would prefer him to maybe, uh, maybe send a message to him. You know what I mean? Hey, Dip, mm, make your kicks.
2: <laughs> maybe so at this point. Dip man. Schmidt? Uh, yeah, someone, didn't someone say that on the post-game show last week to us on the phone? Uh,
3: it was, uh, yeah, we, we looked at each other and Zach sounded like Jack. And uh, Schmidt sounded like somebody else. And we, uh, yeah, we looked at each other uh, pretty strongly. I thought FCC was going to get involved.
2: <laughs> you never know what you're going to get on the postgame show. One of the many <laughs> reasons why it's uh, so much fun to do. Yeah. Um, so, and, and again, this is a question of the text line as well. So if we're wrong or we're right, let us know. But what what's the reaction tomorrow if we're in the postgame show and the line is very similar tomorrow as to what it was last week, which was it was a kind of a sloppy performance, not a great performance, but it's another close win that you just kind of get out in the end. Is it who cares how you went at this point? It's 8-0 or will there be more disappointment with another sloppy win tomorrow?
3: Uh, knowing OU fans there would be disappointment. Um somebody would probably be be fired by Twitter by halftime. But thing is, if 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 this football team ends up, you know, 8-0 going into Bedlam, uh, winning a, a tough game on the road where, I don't know, it sounds like some of your team may have the flu, um, you know, against a quarterback who has put up good numbers against us before. Uh, no, I, I think if you win this game, I think a lot of people will be fine with that. And, and you know, I think some people will come at it with, well, you know, the standards of Oklahoma – they need to go back and kind of look at uh, you know some of the other teams that have won national championships, and that's not me saying this one will. What I'm saying is there have been national championship c- teams come through Norman that have had one point wins, three point wins, things like that. Things that came down. You're not going to win every game by twenty. I think Bob said that on uh, on the rush this week, didn't
2: he? Yeah, he did. And you're not saying that they're going to win a national championship. You just bet on it uh, while you're rolling through the state of Kansas today, huh? Just hey, put a twenty you know spot what? on it. I'm
3: not- I'm not telling you all my bets. I mean, no, I'm I'm, I'm more of a parlay guy, man. You just you just uh, I'm I'm not in it for the for the small wins. You gotta you gotta you gotta line up about eight or nine legs and see what happens.
2: Uh, Mark, for it says W is a W, and I do think that that will be if it's you know if it's a win, a sloppy win, it's sloppy conditions tomorrow. You take that into account. The flu game, like you're saying, like you take some things into account if it doesn't look like your best game. I'm going to guess the reaction is, uh, yeah, all right, win's a win. I'm not going to complain about 8-0. But when is this team going to turn on and start to play its best football and start to look like it's going to peak? Wh- which I think is fair, right? Um, I, and, I, and I think that's the thing moving forward is when is this team, and not that they played poorly all year long. They're 7-0. Clearly they haven't. But when is this team going to put it all together and play its best game? I think Brent said, what, last week going into the UCF game? that they haven't done that just yet, and he thinks that they will at some point. And it kind of feels like now's the time, right? Late October, about to get into November with the opportunity that you have. I'll take a win tomorrow, whatever it looks like. Don't get me wrong. But I do want to see this team in the next two weeks really start to peak and start playing its best football at some point.
3: No, I agree with that. I agree with that for sure, but it's also one of those things where Aren't you kind of glad that we haven't seen our best? Oh, yet? totally. Like, to an yes. extent, yeah. It's like you have you haven't seen your best yet. You're seven and zero with a win over Texas, right? You're you know a top ten team in the country, like and and you still haven't played your best. Again, you look at teams of the past, like that 2000 team. In the middle of the year, they weren't anywhere close to being a, a national championship team, but they were constantly learning, constantly growing. You know, and a lot of these close games. Look at last year, like. These close games kind of define who you are and last year we we weren't who we needed to be. Brent Venables needed to improve as a coach. Uh, Jeff levy needed to improve with some of his play calling specifically from a pace standpoint. and he's been much better at that this year, even just looking at the clock management and those kind of situations. Um, you know, I, I think this team's got a lot of room to pr- improve. Yes, I hope they do all of that improving tomorrow.
2: Jimmy and Edmund says, this time of year, you do whatever it takes to win. You have to win ugly games as well as blowouts. Uh, Lloyd says, puke and rally. OU wins 48 nothing. Booma. John from Bartlesville says, if we're playing in cold, rainy flu, let's win the game 9-8. to Surely that would be an OU football score-agami if they win 9-8 to tomorrow. I can't remember yeah, another no. 9-8 to game in uh, program history before.
3: Yeah, it would have to be. It would have to be pre-World War II type scores going on there but yeah again wins a win i mean if you can if you can beat a conference opponent on the road you're going to take it and this is uh, one of your
2: toughest games i mean this was we we said that early in the year we well,
3: said you know what are the games you have circled and we said Kansas on the road and lo and behold here we are you know how many asking, teams you know, on the
2: schedule like forget if they're ranked right now have been ranked at some point this year texas obviously Is Kansas the only one that's been ranked at some point during the season?
3: Technically, TCU was early until Colorado beat them, and we thought that Colorado was really good, but all we found out later was that TCU and Colorado were both frauds.
2: Yeah, so uh, all all of a week for TCU was when that one lasted. Leatherneck Sooner says, Would you rather us win close and run for 500 as a team or win big and still not run the ball all that well? Uh, I'll take those 500 rushing yards, please.
3: Yeah, and, and that's a thank you, Tyler. You brought up what is you know what's the mood of the fan base if we win close. I think a lot of it comes down to how we look. Like, how do we win close? Do we win close with a bunch of missed field goals again? Does the defense like? Do we start seeing the same struggles over and over, and we start to think maybe these are things that won't be able to be improved, or will it be, you know, a fluke? Tipped pass that gets taken for a pick six, or uh, I don't know, name your quote-unquote fluky reasons that could happen. Unless Kansas just lines up and blows you off the ball for four quarters, like it's it matters how it looks.
2: Uh, Nine one eight. This is from Mr. Anderson in and Tulsa. We do need to start hitting our stride by winning in an impressive way and imposing our dominance if we are wanting to compete for a national championship. And that and that's where I'm at. Again, I'll I'll just take a win whatever it looks like tomorrow but i do think at some point if we're talking about wanting this team to get to a playoff and win a playoff game this time around need to start um need to start hitting your stride and maybe we feel that way 24 hours from right now and if we feel that way 24 hours from now if this feels like the best game of the year that they're about to play and then hey it feels like they're really starting to really starting to build really starting to push here for the final stretch of the season if we have that thought tomorrow, Travis, it probably means they had one of, if not their best day, rushing the football. Like if we feel they're about to peak, then the running game looks pretty good tomorrow. Is what I would say.
3: Yeah, we, you bring up the the term "hit the stride," right? Hit your stride. This team hitting their stride. Are are we are we willing to kind of pigeonhole that as just the run game? Like if if we if we come out and we've got. A running back that goes over 100 yards. Say we go over, say we go over 250 as a team, Tyler. And are we then saying, all right, we've hit our stride, or are we saying, oh, maybe the maybe the offense still had some problems, maybe the defense was giving up some plays? Like, is it all hinging on the run game for you at this point? I don't point? think
2: it's no. I don't think it's all hinging on the run game. I think it hinges on field goal kicking, right? I think it hinges on this team does a lot of good things, but there's still some times where you know, you get a you get a fifteen yard penalty, like just the small mistakes that it still makes at times. A penalty after a third down stop on the goal line, um, lining up sides after back to back really good plays. You, you know what I mean? I the run game is a big part of it to answer your question, but I think it's just kind of overall. Like I, I think we'll know when this team plays its best game on both sides. Like we'll 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 really know with the eye test when that happens. I'm hoping it's tomorrow. Clearly, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean. It's, you know, think things that are like the eye test. I just, I just want to, I want to run the ball. And an odd part about it, Tyler, is I want to create turnovers again. I know we just went that one game without it. Yeah. But it it really became a staple of this defense. And it really, even like our total defense numbers aren't fantastic, but our scoring defense numbers are really good. That's part of it, Tyler. And you know, you can look at it and say. Oh well, you know, turnovers are mostly luck. You can't rely on those to be there every week. I don't I don't necessarily think that's all the way true. Not the way that our secondary has been playing. Um I just think I would I would like to see a couple more turnovers tomorrow and kind of get back on that train.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, come on, Gentry. What are you doing? Didn't even have a turnover last week. What's up, dude? I know. Uh, yeah, hey,
3: you, you know, Gentry looked healthy on the plane. I'll say that much. Nah,
2: on on the video, on the video that Nick Anderson yep, or on the video. Football? Okay. Good. Yeah,
3: he was sitting right good. in the row behind him on the same row as Jaron. Good. And one seat away from Jaron too. So if Jaron is feeling under the weather, Gentry is a whole plane seat away, which we know those, those rows are huge.
2: Frisco Sooner says, guys, to me, this game goes a long way to convincing me whether or not OU has what it takes to be a legitimate contender for the national championship. The reason I say that is because I need to know that OU can bounce back after a bad performance and put away an opponent that is clearly not as good as they are. Did last week's game scare them enough to dominate every phase of the game? Can they play with a Texas type of effort? That's what great teams do. Yeah, I, I, I think that that's a big part of it, too, is effort. I, I don't think that last week they came in they came in flat. Like, I thought the defense in the first quarter played awesome. I think it was more about the offense just missing opportunities. But, yeah, tomorrow, 11 a.m., in a game where the high is 44 degrees and a 70% chance of rain, can you bring your own energy and not come out flat tomorrow? Sure. And, and if they're able to do that, then I, I, they'll be fine.
3: Yeah, I think it's almost like a, uh, almost the, I don't know, backwards narrative, if you will, because the narrative nationally, which I think was an incorrect narrative, was, oh, this, uh, you know, this team, they were smoking too many cigars, they were taking too many photos, making too many t-shirts, going on, you know, act like they won the national championship. You know, do they hear that and say, no, we let's we'll show you how we actually felt about it. It's it's kind of a weird, like, people talk about don't read your press clippings, but let's be honest, it's 2023. You can't escape your press clippings.
2: Uh, one more from the 405. Can we put into perspective just how impressive this Kansas turnaround has been? All of a sudden, the week before, this game seems a little scary. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the most impressive turnarounds in college football in the past 20 years, right? I I don't think it's to Kansas State level with Bill Snyder because Kansas State was essentially a quarter away from playing for the national championship in 1998. Um, Kansas is clearly not there now, so I'm not going to put it on the – I'm not going to compare it to the job that Bill Snyder did, but it's – like, can you name a more impressive turnaround in the sport in the past 20 years? Because Kansas was – they were the butt of the joke in the sports, and they won six games last year, but they won six games with a backup quarterback playing for the majority of the year. And they're going to win six-plus games again this year, Travis, with a backup quarterback playing the majority of the year. The The turnaround has been incredible, man. I, I And I can't think of a better one the past 20 years. Yeah, you would be – Baylor's Let's was see. pretty good. I, I mean, you hate to give – you know, cr- credit for some of the things that were going on there, whatever. But Kansas can match up with, with with just about any of them.
3: Yeah, I mean they've got to they've got to do something with it, though, right? I mean, yes, yeah. Kansas was bad, mm-hmm. but I mean they won they won an Orange Bowl, you know, in 08, So, you know, the, then they then they were bad for a while, and then now it looks like they're on on the come up again. But you have to you have to at least reach where they reached an 08 for it to be an actual, like, turnaround, don't you?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's still pretty recent, uh, but they, they just got so bad after that, man. They just got so bad, right. and everyone just <laughs> – if, They if could you, only beat Texas. If you wanted to make a joke about a bad football team, forget college football team. Just a bad football team, period, at any level, you use Kansas as the joke. And now they're respectable, man. So, yeah. it's a heck of a job. Got uh, to bow down to what Lance Leipold's done in the past few years.
3: And that's the question is, where's Leipold coaching in two years? Does he really stick it out with Kansas and say, hey, look, this is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to run off to a bigger job? Or eventually does just the – does he just get tired of trying to recruit to Kansas? And does he just get tired of, you know, coaching football at a basketball school? Does he get tired of all that and just say, you know what, fine, Michigan State, I'll come coach you, <laughs> or fine, Michigan, I'll come coach you. Or fine, Texas A&M. I'll come coach you. You know what I mean? Like, how long is life hold here? Do you think?
2: Depends on the offers. I, I, just, I think if you get a Michigan or an A&M offer, though, I think the A&M job is massively overrated. But hey, if they're gonna offer you a forty million dollar buyouts when they uh, hire you, heck yeah, you go down there and coach. Now K- Kansas is really gonna have to pay a ton of money here. And, and maybe they – I'm sure they redid his contract last year after the bowl game, but if KU wants to keep him around long-term, they're going to have to pay him like um, one of the top 15 head coaches in the country, I think. See if they're willing to do that or not, especially with those big uh, stadium renovations they have coming up. Uh, okay, four, uh, 405-651-3439, Meyer Chevrolet text line. we we'll more OU football next right here on The Ref.
0: Sooner football talk lives here. This is The Ref.
4: Hello.
3: This is a prepaid call from...
4: Nephew, it's me again.
3: ...an inmate at the county correctional facility. To accept this call, press 1 now. Oh,
4: great. What now? Okay, what's up? Well, I don't want to really admit to anything, but let's just say I may or may not have efficated on someone's property that rhymes with No mark. In public again? Listen, you pipsqueak, I don't have time to explain myself. I need bail money and I've got another money-making t-shirt idea for your K Ref store to make the rest of the tiny 12 kiss our dairy air goodbye well i'm sure this will be family friendly don't be such a whimp. i'm keeping this pg-13 here it just says so long and thank you for the trophies you know that's not half bad all right well they're about to cut me off so send that bail money too
2: uh-oh <laughs> check out the kref store at kref.com to get our farewell to the big 12 shirt and much more the KREF store the home of sooner fans to suit up for the ref army
1: When students struggle because they are hungry or
2: fall behind because they lack
1: school supplies, a caring adult can make all the difference, especially someone from the community, someone who knows the students and the obstacles they might be facing. At Communities in Schools, our site coordinators surround students with a community of support to ensure that they have everything they need to engage in learning. We go all in for kids, all day, every day. To learn more, visit communitiesinschools.org.
2: Hi, I'm Martha Stewart. Every year, more than 4 million pets enter shelters here in the United States. My friends at American Humane have been helping animals since 1877. The goal is to ensure that pets have a safe shelter, especially during natural disasters. Adopting a shelter pet allows shelters to help more animals awaiting care. Please consider adopting today and take some time to learn more about American Humane's other work at AmericanHumane.org. Dreaming of an escape? What about a relaxing escape to your very own backyard? Signature Custom Pools can turn your dreams into reality. Signature Custom Pools creates distinctive designs to fit your perfect getaway. Call Signature Custom Pools for your free design consultation at 405-898-9098 or visit them online at SignatureCustomPools.com and turn your backyard into your dream escape.
1: Introducing the Oklahoma Breast Center, a beacon of hope in the fight against breast cancer. With the guidance of Dr. Denise Rabel, our team of breast cancer specialists delivers the most advanced treatments for your best possible outcome. From diagnosis to survivorship, we guide you every step of the way, placing an emphasis on compassion, communication, and emotional support. Here, you're not just a patient, you're family. Let us stand with you on your journey to healing. To learn more, visit OklahomaBreastCenter.com or call 405-307-2623. Oklahoma football is the best, and Balfour of Norman on historic campus corner has been Sooner fans' favorite OU shop for more than 45 years. Locally owned, Jerry and Libby invite you to stop by and see what is new. Choose from great polos from Jordan, Nike, Columbia, Antigua, and women's tees and fashion tops that'll get you game ready. There's a large collection of OU hats, including the new Huey hats. You can count on Balfour of Norman for the best selection, quality, and service, or shop online at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything Sooner. With custom signs and graphics from Fast Signs, you can say anything. Invite the world to discover that thing that makes your business unmistakably yours. Make your statement in lights or metal on a van, across the windows. Make it unforgettable. Together, anything is possible. Bright ideas, brilliantly executed, can turn the mundane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs.
2: Call Fast Signs of Norman 405-701-2890. It's an OEC football Friday on the rush. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson, and some look ahead lines are available right now via DraftKings. DraftKings uh, has the Bedlam line out already uh, a week from tomorrow, eight days away from kick. OU is listed as a 10 point favorite over Oklahoma State in Stillwater. Too high, too low, or is that dead on balls accurate?
3: See, I thought it would get somewhere between seven and ten. I think I had it on our show on Wednesday. I think I said nine, nine and a half. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily think that's too far off. Um, I do think that tightens up a bit closer to game time, and uh, we'll see what happens after this. Tomorrow weekend,
2: could go a long way in determining what that I number looks like on Monday. You know.
3: Yeah. No, I agree with that, but I think. I mean, that's about where I would have guessed it at. Yeah, that sounds right.
2: K State and Texas also a week from tomorrow. They have Texas listed as a nine-point favorite over K State. Whoa. Nine-point favorite over K State. Oh, That looks. Uh, can I pick that in my Ref Royal Rumble? God. Like this early? Ah man, if you can, let me know because I'd like to as well. Not wow. on the Texas side here. We're talking about the Kansas State side, of course. Correct. Hmm. That's big. Yeah, with, that's, I mean, with yeah. Malik.
3: Hmm. We'll see. Maybe they think Arch is playing.
2: Well, uh, Sark is really throwing everyone off the scent that it's automatic that Sark's gonna, uh, that uh, Arch is going to play tomorrow. Oh, uh, well,
3: I mean, have we, have we heard word from the Manning camp? Because we all know that Sark doesn't
2: actually make that decision. Yeah, Cooper, is uh, Arch going to play tomorrow? That's who we really need to ask. Exactly. Yeah. Sark has nothing to do with that decision. Eric in Illinois says, Leopold is great, but wouldn't want him to go to the way of Matt Campbell. Just a few years ago, he was at the top of the wish list as the up and coming program success can disappear as fast as it shows up. If you can't compete in NIL and in recruiting. Yeah. So basically saying, um, Lance Leopold, if you have a chance to get outs and get a pay raise, go ahead and do so. And I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with that yeah I mean it's so close I, Matt Campbell's one example
3: how, how does the world view Garrett Riley right now Tyler boy has there been an
2: assistant his stock has fallen more than that guy
3: right I mean he could have he could have probably jumped to the head coaching ranks last year I mean that was when Clemson got him everybody thought oh boy Clemson's on your short list of top two three teams in the country and now they're unranked at four and three. So it's like with the offense, it's looked inept. So I don't know, man. Like it would be very hard for me as, if I were Lance Leipold not to jump at the opportunity because, yeah. again, example after example after example. In fact, Tyler, how many examples are there of guys that didn't jump to a big job early in but then later eventually found their way to one and became a big success?
2: Um,
0: hmm.
3: Like turned down a, a, a big-time blue blood or something like that, said, you know what, I'm going to stay at this level, I'm going to stay at the lower level, whether that's G5 um, or, or, or otherwise. I'm just trying to think
2: of coaches that stayed at that level for a long – like Bill Snyder, I don't, I don't know if you qualify Kansas State as to what you're saying, but he stayed there. Jeff Tedford was at Fresno State for a while, and then did he t- finally take the cow job or something like that? Yeah. Um, I-, I can't think of anyone in particular to be to be honest with you.
3: So theoretically, it. I
2: mean, it really never. I mean, Brett is a coordinator forever, says Eric in Illinois. If you want to count that one.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but. Ah, oh, that's. That's tough. I-, I would have to. I would have to jump, and there's going to be some jobs come available. I mean, obviously Michigan State. There's obvious talk about Jimbo. Who knows if Harbaugh is just like screw this, I'm off to the NFL. You guys have fun. Maybe USC's available, and Cliff Kingsbury doesn't want it. He just wants to hang out in his bucket hat and lose more weight. Um, yeah, there's going to be op- there's going to be opportunities for Leipold, and there are going to be opportunities for him to make more money than what Kansas can afford to pay him.
2: kw the nine one eight says assistant coach that stock has fallen just one. Alex Grinch. <laughs> where where was the oh stock boy. after last year? Because it didn't feel like it was very high. But well, yeah, was, it's I mean, he was interviewing
3: more. for head coaching jobs when he was at OU. So. Well, uh, what the
2: tech job? He interviewed for that one at one point. Uh, I think Eric- Washington State, maybe. Y- yeah, at least interviewed for it. But yeah, that one. I one's, think he interviewed for like two
3: or three Pac-12 jobs.
2: Arizona or Arizona State, one of the two. Yep. yep. Feels like that we're a long ways off from uh, <sighs> from that happening anytime soon. Did you see I what? Hope, I- I hope Lincoln's you know cuts him a big check
3: because Lincoln has been bad defensively with three different coordinators, yet everybody in the country and everybody in the fan base is saying, man, if you would just fire Alex Grinch, everything would be better. Grinch has got to sit there going, bro, I can't believe you're letting me take the fall for this.
2: <laughs> Do you see what Lincoln said about California recruiting, which they have not dominated oh their God. own state? Like, What's the, uh, what's the oh. short version? Why does it matter where you get players as long as you form the best roster possible? Basically saying yeah. like California kids, whatever. If I can find a better player in Georgia, or whatever, I'm just I'm gonna do that. The worst part about
3: it was, a he seemed to like a lot of South California kids when he was at Oklahoma the last couple of years. Um, now all of a sudden he doesn't like them now that he's out there. But I guess that's neither here nor there. But the worst part about that quote was he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, the last people that were here, you know, they had a lot of Cal- a lot of Southern California, a lot of California kids on the roster. And they weren't—they weren't necessarily the right ones. Mm. It's like, bro, what are you like? Shut up! Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure the, you know, Annie Hanson's and and all their player personnel, even their, even his position coaches. I'm sure, like, shut up, dude. I, we need to be able to recruit here, and you are basically saying that California kids, whether whether this is actually what he said or not, it's going to be construed to mean, hey, look, he doesn't think California kids you know, are worth it. Meanwhile, he's only got three commits. Yep. I think there are 47. I think I saw it. 43
2: composite blue chips in California this year. USC has three committed. Oregon has seven. Washington, three. Alabama, three. OU, two. Notre Dame, two. He's got three of the 43 composite blue chips in California in your USC. (laughs) See, that's what's crazy (laughs) to me is –
3: and he can go on and (laughs) say, look – we're going for the right kids. So are you saying that programs like Oklahoma and Alabama and Georgia and places that have proven cultures, at least at least growing cultures, cultures that you trust, those guys are are, are getting California kids that must not be the right guys for USC's culture. But a guy like Lincoln Riley, who has had, you know, awful cultures for the most part so far. He's the one that has the he's the one that has the the eye for talent as far as right like get out of here man get go out of here
2: go cal bears let's go cal bears come on got him on their I heels know, man. let's go yeah. f- f- finish him off this uh, on saturday make the 6 and 6 a reality let's go ahead and do it cal come on 405-651-3439 is the text line we'll close up our number one of the rush on an oec football friday next
0: this is your home for sooner fans The REF Sports Radio Network.
3: If you're looking for the best casino experience,
1: then Riverwind is your place to play.
2: Get spooky with our $80,000 Friday Night Fright.
1: Play with your wild card all October.
2: For a chance to win a share of
4: $80,000. Riverwind, the best place to have a good time.
1: Don't say boo this Halloween, say booyah and head to Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. And we're saying booyah for Sierras. The new 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 Crew Cab AT4X. Take up to $6,200 off MSRP. And booyah to all new GMC lineup. Be part of the new and head to Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno. Or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. Tired of your current living situation? With a variety of locations and over 40 floor plans to choose from, you can't lose with Home Creations. Every Home Creations home comes with enhanced included features, such as built-in tornado safety features, quartz countertops, wood-like tile, and so much more. Live like a champion today by calling Holly of Home
4: Creations at 405-364-9999 for more information. Home Creations. If you're in your 40s or older and you're thinking about improving your vision, let me introduce you to the new LASIK, or as we like to call it, Lens Replacement. Lens Replacement provides a permanent solution to your vision needs, unlike LASIK, which often leads patients needing reading glasses or adjusting to monovision. Here's the best part. With Lens Replacement, you'll never require cataract surgery. Lens Replacement, the new LASIK, it's a major leap forward in vision correction. So if you're ready to see 2020, then check out the new LASIK available at thenewlasik.com. Matthew. Huh? Oh. Sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me.
2: I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what
0: you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes
4: rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you. And I know it's because you care.
1: For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov.
4: Is your team coming to Norman or Noble for an event? Let Chick-fil-A 12th Avenue be your winning meal provider. From box meals and nugget trays to lemonade and tea, 12th Avenue Chick-fil-A can provide your team's pre or post game meal. Delivery, pick up, or dine in, 12th Avenue will have you covered. Call us at 405-310-3189, or use the CFA One app and let Chick-fil-A feed your team. Don't forget to ask about the give back program for a winning season. Call 405-310-3189 and remember to eat more chicken.
1: life is yours to spend spend it making more money spend it making more memories spend it learning a new skill spend it teaching an old trick spend it career climbing spend it mountain climbing first united bank spend life wisely
3: As we wonder why our kids are struggling, someone is getting bullied. As we discuss how to improve their mental health, someone is being harassed on social media. As we wonder why they're skipping school, someone is crying themselves to sleep. Knowing the signs is the best way to prevent bullying.
2: Please just leave me alone.
3: Learn the signs at SandyHookPromise.org.
1: You've seen children at their best and at other times, and you still love them. If you've got love to give, we've got foster children who need it. Visit okfosters.org to learn more about becoming a foster parent. Sponsored by Oklahoma Human Services. What would it take for you to bring your whole self to work? At Oklahoma Human Services, your whole self can help a whole lot of people. Visit okdhs.org careers to learn more. Sponsored by Oklahoma Human Services.
0: I had an important job, and it wasn't just a job. It was keeping my brothers and sisters safe. And coming back, it felt like kind of thrown away. If it hadn't been for Wounded Warrior Project, I honestly don't know if I would be here. It was like I got my family back again. We all felt the connection, like that brother and sisterhood.
1: See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Donna by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org empower women.
2: Cavens Group bringing you the sour of the rush. If you have an emergency 24 hours a day, give Cavens a call. They specialize in fire, water, mold, remediation, and crime scene cleanup. That's Cavens Group 405-573-3048. 405-573-3048 or Cavensgroup.com. Uh Gunny, Gunny's daughter, turns 13 years old today. How about that? So, happy birthday to GK, Grace Kelly. Shout out to her. She turns 13 years old today. Happy birthday, Grace. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Happy birthday, GK. I like it. Love that.
2: Greg from Lawton says, The problem with Lincoln is he's a sand Aggie at heart. Defense is only necessary to give the offense a rest. You can take the guy out of tech, but you can't take the tech out of the guy.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's some truth to that. Um, and now he's got Cliff Kingsbury up there with him to reinforce it.
2: My favorite weekly question. For the sake of OU football recruiting, uh, you get one L. I'm handing you an L all the way from uh, Norman all the way out to uh, Lawrence, Kansas, or wherever you're at today. Where are you uh, throwing that L across in college football this week?
3: Let's see Specifically for OU recruiting? Or
2: just OU in general. Whatever. I mean, A&M's got South Carolina at home. USC of course plays Cal. Texas plays BYU. Where's the Yale going? Let's
3: see. Let's see. Uh, perusing here, I would honestly probably maybe you want one of the top teams in the top four I, to lose. I think I I think I'd probably give it to Texas just out of habit because again we just. We're just constantly up against them. Them losing to a to a BYU team that they're favored by twenty against. You know that's that would obviously send all kinds of questions through. Hey, do we need to play Archmore? What's up with Malik? When's Quinn coming back? It would be a bit of chaos, and I don't know that that would be a lot of fun. Um, obviously USC losing again would just be a blast, but I don't think I really need to help them in uh, acquiring that L so I'll, I'll pick Texas what, what say you
2: yeah <laughs> Taysom Hill can't hurt him anymore but it would be funny if somebody else did it would be funny if Keaton Slovis was the Taysom Hill this time around and beat Texas and Austin so that's always a good answer but yeah let Texas take that uh, L their second loss of the season wouldn't hate that at all Oof. and uh and- I'm behind it when it comes to getting to the conference championship game if they lose on saturday man hour two oh, of the rush good to me hour two of the rush coming up next right here on the ref
0: you're listening to the home of sooner fans k-r-e-f norman oklahoma and streaming live on the
4: KREF app At Bob Moore Nissan, we make sure you get the right vehicle at the right value based on what's right for you. Experience exceptional at Bob Moore Nissan, I-35 in Akansas or online at bobmoorenissan.com. Ever wonder when-